With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. This is Jay Reed, and you listen to Player Profiler. What is up, everybody? Top 10 takeaways here, talking about Hungarian basket weaving. With Rosterwatch, Alex Dunlap at Rosterwatch. On the Twitters, I'm Cody Carpentier at Carpentier NFL. Top 10 takeaways. We had interviews this morning. Wide receivers, quarterbacks, tight ends. Massive group of tight ends. We're going to dive right in right now, talking about probably 10, 12 of these guys. Alex, how the hell are we doing? Great. I'm just I'm excited to see all the articles that are set to come out about how every goddamn team in the league um, – it is is an exciting um, an exciting destination for these players. Hey, hey Alex, how, how would you like to play for the Chicago Bears? Do you, do you think the Chicago Bears? You know, how would you like to play with Justin Fields and Chicago Bears? What if somebody said like, do you know what he's he's got a rag ass arm? I'm not sure how long he's going to be around. I'm not sure how good the coaching is there. So, uh, to be honest with you, I'm not sure that I'd want to be a Chicago Bear. How would you like to play? Uh, how would you like to play defense for the Atlanta Falcons this year? You know they got a brand new defensive coordinator. How would you like to play defense for the for the for the Falcons? Yeah, I I, I have an aunt that lives in Atlanta. I think that city sucks. <laughs> like nobody's gonna say that, right? Like I just I don't understand how these fans. It's like maybe to the point where they've gotten to the point where they might be giving away too many credentials. To just yeah. like I I I think some of these people are honestly. Like, clearly, we're all fans. Like, we didn't start doing this for not being fans of football and stuff. Yeah. But it feels like, man, there are questions that need to be asked to these dudes. Whenever you uh, – whenever whenever the, the whole time is taken up by just like, Chris, you, you know, Chris, 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 uh, what, would it, what would it be like to, you know, catch the footballs from, from Geno Smith and you'll be able to learn from Deke Metcalf and Tyler Lockett? It's so annoying because it's like lack of like innovation where it's like it's all the same grouping of guys. You know, it's I hate to be like ragging on like the the college and the team and all these reporters and stuff. It's like, but they're all the it's all the same grouping of people. Whereas like we're here specifically for like a couple of reasons. You want to evaluate the prospect, you want to learn about the next class, like teammates, like you want to dig into like more personal stuff. And it's just like they're so like surface level, like do you meet with the with the Vikings? Okay, so then I can go back and write write an article and talk on my podcast about you know, dude. As soon as you bring up, you know, Quentin Johnson. Quentin Johnson said he he'd love to play for the Minnesota Vikings. It's like, well, but then again, people probably think the the, the questions that we ask, you know, are, suck. Are they're just, they're right? just like they're just like, why is this guy asking if James Cook can handle sixteen touches on average in a game? They're like, so anyway, regardless, man, just that's but, my, it, but that's a that's a big takeaway. That's takeaway yeah. number one. Put it on the board. But that's like one <laughs> thing. Like I think it's important. Like 
you know, you talk about, you know, who's the problem, who's the receiver that, that, that you dealt with, you know, when you're talking to cornerbacks, you know, who's the guy in the offensive side of the ball you're worried about. You're asking the receivers the same question. Who would you play against in college? It was worth. That's where you learn things. You're learning that different stuff. So, anyways, that's one of the biggest things, I guess, that we're, we're, we're – Do you know my top takeaway, though? My top takeaway of the whole day today? For, like, for real, like about players. Yeah, I know what it is. It's Josh Downs. Oh, I thought – okay. He's puny. Yeah. He's really – he's small. He is – I th- this whole time – and, look, we don't we don't have heights and weights. I don't know. It could be he comes in and weighs in tomorrow. He's in the 70s. Well, he could come – yeah, he could come in and weigh in tomorrow, be something higher than we thought. But this whole time – and I've talked to Cody about this before. And my wide receiver kind of four, wide receiver five, before really starting to factor Jalen Hyatt into that area, which I'm now – really doing after kind of watching a little bit more of him since I've been here and also just talking to scouts and talking to people I trust. Um, Like I, I had this idea that Josh Downs and Zay Flowers were like the exact same size. Yep. Um, Similar body types, similar styles, maybe a little bit more of a kind of, you know, like Cody says that dog, maybe a little bit more of that dog in, in, in Zay, maybe a little bit more of that smooth silk in in um downs but i'm like these guys are the same size you know and i'm interested to see how they weigh before i can really differentiate dude zay flowers walked in like you said yesterday walking through the halls in the chest center mr big chest um you know stands up straight with his shoulders back kind of guy a lot you know has a lot of attitude and flair to him i asked him today i was like dude you 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 look bigger what are you gonna weigh he said he's gonna weigh 183 um, so I, I guarantee you he's weighing himself every damn day coming into this. And just he was standing up – was he standing at the exact same podium as, as Downs? It might have been the same podium. Yes. Just or like we didn't just see them both. It's like I saw both these two dudes at the same podium. Man, Downs walked out. I'm like, hey, what, what is this, like Barkey's Brown or his something? Frame was, his frame was very tiny and, and the instant – I mean, we talked about this. We thought they were the same size. I thought they were Spider-Man meme, doppelgangers. They play similar games, similar play – everything, right? It's it's all similar. The difference is is when they were both at 170, Zay went to South Florida, started training, and put on 13 pounds. Yep. That's the difference. The difference is is, is – that dog 13 thing. good ones that good ones good ones it's 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 13 good ones downs had that tiny that fragile looking frame that you didn't want to see and and for me like i told you i thought it it took i had four a four b with zay zay and, and and downs and it's not even close now like I, I think it's a it's a clear tear down or two tiers down for for downs um and and, and it, it's not like i think he's a better player than tank adele but i think it's more of a conversation I think the, the conversation should be closer between Downs and Tank than between Zay and Downs. Yeah, I'm just I'm, I don't consider them in the same tier anymore. Yeah. So to me, it to me, um, regardless of what happens with how Downs runs, you know, if it feels like Jalen Hyatt, he he was entering my my, my top five anyway. Um, it just, it becomes now an issue where it's kind of easy just to get to get uh, Downs out of there. Clearly, you wouldn't get Flowers out of your top five. Um, I see somebody – look, here's another thing, dude. I see somebody in the chat. I, I, I can't read it from here, what they're saying about JSN. JSN. Maybe a, that's another thing we should hit on, thankfully, yeah. or not thankfully because I would have loved to see him run, yeah. but thankfully for our reporting that we're not getting you know, clown shoes thrown at us on Twitter because yeah. um, we'd reported on – JSN not running 40. Uh, yeah, like two days ago that, you know, sources, sources are basically – 
he put things together. Man, these sources are trying to tell you Jackson Smith and Jigba is not going to run. It's like we reported it was going to be extremely unlikely. It turned out today, yes, he did say he is going to um, he's going to participate in everything except for the forty. He just said that he just has some work to do to get fully, you know, get get fully back. He doesn't feel like he's one hundred percent there. This is really weird for me because all your explosion, you know, you need your explosion and all that shit for the forty, but. If he broad jumps and he does vertical and if he does all the the, the cones and stuff, the, the shuttle, three cone, what does that tell you about just the – I don't know, just, just about everything. Because, I mean, why would you jump if you knew that, okay, I'm not 100%, but you know, maybe I'll hit 30. This guy in the chat says – JoJo says 35 inches. She says – What is this question, though? Like, what JoJo says if J- JSN is a 35-inch vertical and a 10.5-foot uh, – broad jump with a nice 10 year split then it'll be solidified first off he's not going to run but like so if he has a 35 inch vertical and 10 and a half abroad that tells you he's got some explosion there not the it most you, and it tells you he's probably fine why are you running because you know you're you well know you're i think just, it's i think it's because he had his mock combine yeah. right, before, right before he came here yeah. and the 40 wasn't good it, yeah. like that's just it, it that's just Take that for what it's worth. I mean, if you you just you, you hear these things, you got to put two and two together. You got to get out to your audience. That's just kind of like it's not hard. Uh, I I think. And do you know, I mean, if you were expecting, what what did we talk about, Cody? We we said, what is the biggest win for JSN before we knew he wasn't going to run coming out of here? I said the biggest win is for him to get a damn four four nine. There's nothing he could have got that like you can't even envision it in your brain him running anything faster. Than that, you, but but in but in our heads we would be like, all right, he's sub four five. He's he's in the four fours. That's the most you could have ever imagined him winning here. I would have I would have said that for JSN, just based on the way he plays, based on everything he's been able to do, based on the fact that Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave basically say he's better than they are. Yeah. That like, uh, based on the fact that when we did all our work last year on Garrett Wilson on Chris Olave. You know, Cody and I were two guys of a very similar mindset saying these guys are number one and number two. How the hell are we going to figure out who's one and who's two overall? We'll, we'll yeah. watch the what gets the coach tape, watch the shit out of them. And then what happens? Is Smith and Jigba's popping up all over the damn place for 1,606 total yards. I mean, he was the complete alpha on the, like the receptions alpha, the receiving yards alpha. The only thing that Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave had on him in 2021 was the receiving touchdowns, and they each only had like three more than he did. Yeah. So, yeah, I just man, it's a lot of priors to go back on and really change up based on the fact that like we can't double count the fact that he doesn't have elite speed. That's already baked into his projection. Yeah, like what well, we can't like just like we can't when Jalen Hyatt goes out and runs a four two nine or something tomorrow. Yeah. We're not gonna we're not gonna move him way up our draft boards because that's already that's that's already factored in to to the evaluation. So. um I would just say with JSN, he's going to go home to Ohio State. It's going, he's going to probably run a hand time four or five. What it, it'll it'll do you know what it'll be? It'll, it'll be a four or five nine mm-hmm. because his agent will get it out there that it it wasn't a four six. It was basically a four six, but it was in those four fives. Four, it five, gets below eight, the threshold. Yeah. It's the whole nine ninety nine pizza thing, and then you're good, right? You're good yeah. to go. You're off to the NFL, and I'll bet you that he's still, if not. He's still a first round pick. 100 percent yeah, yeah. So he's still a first round pick. So um I guess that's and I I, I thought that Smith and Jigba too today. I'm not sure what you had had, you know, your takeaways from his uh, availability. I thought he handled himself fine. Yeah. Uh, he seems like a good 
professional young man you'd, you'd like to have in your building. I think he's going to interview just fine. He's had 24 formal interviews. That's a 24. That's a lot. Three quarters of the NFL. Like you, you only get so many of these formals. You, you only get so many and three quarters of the NFL have, 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 have asked for one. It's like you get these guys. You you get these quarterbacks. Like I, I what Will Will Levis said, he had like six. Yeah, a lot of the, a lot yeah. of the quarterbacks had something like that. Yeah, yeah, six to ten. Um, so yeah, I mean, Jason was obviously a big one. I did think, you know, I, I like to obviously look at the frames and all that stuff, the the body types, and and trying to compare that stuff. And I mean, he didn't, he didn't definitely didn't seem like he had any uh, overpowering features. Where uh, I think that's one thing that Garrett Wilson kind of was a little, little more put together not like built but more put together uh, jsn's one you just always hear those comments about you know comparing all those guys and it's like well yeah speed and twitch and route running for olave wilson harrison kind of a playmaker and jsn they always everybody dbs receivers quarterback they all say jsn is just him he's just his own thing yeah and yeah. jsn himself says i'm just me like there's no real he didn't even want to compare himself to yeah. anybody he's just even me. though everybody thinks he's he, it's he, every, and allen or Amon Ra, or right? Amon Ra, yeah, yeah. I was, it, that's what but Dan, even Amon Ra's built more. That's what Danny Kelly was talking to, to me about. We talk, I was talking to Danny Kelly. I was just like, you know, with this Jan, uh, Danny Kelly from the the Ringer, Ringer, um, and he was. Uh, I I don't like talking to him too much about this stuff because we're in we're in so many goddamn dynasty leagues <laughs> together, but um, with rookie drafts coming up. But I'm like, so like all this, all this, all, all this speed stuff get get getting you know, off JSN. He's like, no. No, that's so. I mean, when I put that tweet out about JSN the other night, I came back and I commented right below, and I go, "But if you're in fantasy, he's still wide receiver one. Yeah. I don't give a shit." So uh, that was one of the wide receivers. I think the other couple ones, a couple swag factor things. Uh, Jaden Reed showed up with the glasses this year, the all blacks, kind of like Isaiah, Isaiah Pacheco the, last the, year. The Pacheco Gucci's last year was Jaden Reed this year. Parker Washington was one soft-spoken guy from Penn State. Uh, he, I thought he interviewed pretty well. Very people, very few people were around him. Uh, he compared himself to Debo and Cooper Cup, which I thought was obviously one of those things. Um, Cedric Tillman, big body, big, big body, like comparable to, to London, but like more brisk. He was a guy that kind of suffered through some injuries. Obviously, Jalen Hyatt there at Tennessee this year, and Cedric Till Tillman had a lot of positive notes from uh, NFL executives. Nagy will tell you that uh, Jim Nagy had him as their wide receiver one on their board entering the 2022 uh, college football season. Um, yeah, so that's a lot of the wide receivers. There was, I mean, there was a lot of guys out there today. Well, do you want to when, talk about Quentin Johnston? When, yeah, that, that was the one I was going to say. The frame, we talk about frame and build. Um, on my notes here, I put oh, I put Drake London, an arrow, well, Quentin Johnston, say, but, an right, arrow, but, but, Mike like, Evans. I think he's right between those two guys. Like, he doesn't got the Mike Evans. Not Mike Evans. Built. He, that's what I'm saying. He doesn't have the Mike Evans build, but he also doesn't have the London build. I think he's directly in between there. And I actually was I was happy with what he came in and looked like today. Well, I just like to set the table with him. It's like there were people saying that he was going to come in sub sub 200. I think and, he is. No, no. You you think that that guy is sub two hundred pounds that we saw? I think he's about right today? at it. I think oh no, no, no. Two oh two. Let's. I'll, I'll, do you want to put put an over under on two two oh three two oh three and a half? Two two oh three and a half. What are we doing? Drinks? Yeah, buy you Miller Light. Deal. It's over. Of course, I have over. <laughs> I got the under. Okay, fair enough. Um, so well, I guess we'll find out. about Cody and I have a disagreement there. I think that he looks fine. I think the BMI looks fine. Um, he looks to me like he's not 
you know, it's it, it, it's not one of these. It's it's like it's totally fine. Whatever you thought about Quentin Johnston, I don't think that there's any worries um, with his frame, with the way that he's built, with his physical profile. To me, it looks fine. It doesn't look like you don't look at him like. Well, I guess we we'll get to the quarterbacks and we can just gush over how Anthony Richardson looks. He doesn't like he's 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 not a overpowered. He's, he's not like a statue like an Adonis yeah. like 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 this guy is. But he looks fine. Like he does not look gangly. He doesn't look skinny like people were saying he was going to come in. And it, that's important in this draft class because it's filled up with so many of these kind of five foot eleven, six foot wide receivers. These guys that have the size and especially you know Hyatt, Quentin Johnston. Um, these guys, you know, when they do have the speed that we're expecting, it's, there, are, there, are, there aren't that many of these size speed freaks in the class. It's going it's, it's to push them up. It's going gonna, it's gonna to push them up artificially or not. It's going to push them up draft boards. And it's going to be important for us as far as draft capital for Dynasty. I think Cedric Tillman's going to be a guy that I think is going to surprise us in the, in the, in the running on uh, Saturday. I think Cedric Tillman out of Tennessee, his frame is going to be 215 plus. And uh, if he runs in the low four fives or the four fours, um, that'll give us another big body. That'll give us another big body, a big athletic body, I think, a receiver that I'm, I'm kind of hoping for. Yep. Um, let's move on. The, the way they had this frame this morning was quarterback, wide receiver. Then they had a grouping of all the tight ends, and then they went back to quarterback, wide receiver. So I'm going to just go with the, the flow of my notes, which moves us into tight end here. Uh, first page. Um, I had was uh, Michael Mayer was the big one, I guess, that came out that first group of tight ends. You got any thoughts on Michael Mayer? I know uh, my one big note was uh, commanded the entire crowd. He was loud. He talked about a lot of different things. Um, they talk about all these annoying guys that come and ask, did you interview with X? Um, he did say he had a formal with Tampa, but then uh, I was listening to a number of other guys that are kind of on the middle or lower end of the tight end position, and they were all asked if they had interviews in general with Tampa or if they had them planned, and they said no. So it was kind of interesting for me to hear them say that, you know, they were looking at a guy like Mayer with one of those formal interviews. Man, the, the only two things that those bullshit fan reporters with their stupid questions about their own teams that we got out of this, I do think that that's interesting too, especially with Cameron Brait being – being let go, and also, and also, Jason Light. Whenever asked about Kate Otten, if he could be the tight end of the future, not, not. I mean, a little bit of a, a little bit of a, um, yeah, just not the most glowing endorsement. He didn't, yeah. he didn't say that they don't like him or anything like that. But he said, well, yeah, you know, he's got some things to work on. He, but, but so I thought that's, I thought that's interesting. You know, you, you certainly look, man. If you're an organization that's kind of had Brady around, you fooled around with some Gronk. You've done the like. Michael Mayer, I mean, he, you know, um, two tight ends. I think he even wears eighty-seven. I think he even does. Mayer, Mayer yeah. did, yeah, yeah. Um, and he talking. Look, I, I'm pro, I, I might be biased. I've been saying I've loved this yeah. guy just from watching him on the Notre Dame games for years. But um, dude, talk about a dude who can, like you said, command a room. Talk about a guy. I mean, it this. Maybe this is the best way to put it with his media availability. Some girl, and like halfway through the availability, is like, "Are are you are you always this intense?" <laughs> so it's, I mean, he's a dude. He's he's he's, he's all business. Um, he he might remind you of a Gronk with the way that he plays and stuff like that. Very he's, intelligent. He he's he's not up there acting like a acting like a Google. Gronk. Yeah. Gronkowski is going to smash a beer on his head and do like all this stuff, man. He's a, he's, he's a, he's a, he's a straight shooter. He's all business. 
when the girl asks him if he's intense, he just says that he has this, um, he has this, he has this madness inside of him that he just, you know, if he, he feels constantly like he has the need to control, but when he's playing football, he can just, he can just let it out. Uh, what do they call it? They call it the, the dog. That's a <laughs> yeah. dog right there. That's that dog. That's that, part, that, 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 that dog right there. Yeah, uh, podium right next to him was Tucker Craft, a little lesser known, but he has gotten some pop. Uh, Tucker Craft out of South Dakota State, very smart, very smart player. I thought for being a uh, a Division One Double A guy, you know, there wasn't very many people interviewing him, but when they were, it was like very in depth answers, and he was really talking a lot about like, you know, it made me think back to like Dan Campbell, and he's like, when you know, when you're asking these guys questions and they're on the screen or on the board answering it before you even get done asking it, Tucker Crafter, man, he's like that. I feel like that's one of those guys that's like he's gonna remember those plays when they say, I remember these three plays, and they come back ten minutes later. He's got that shit dialed. He knows where he needs to be at every single part of the field. And and uh, Tucker Craft, I think, is going to be a guy that this whole tight end class is fucking man, awesome. What did you th- What did you think of Dalton Kincaid, man? That dude looked like he just rolled out of the damn bed and showed up at the uh, showed up at the availability, dude. He, he had a lot of a lot of positive comments. Obviously, con- uh, con- called himself the best, uh, one of the best. Uh, what do you say? Receiving options. He didn't say tight ends. He receiving options in this class. He was kind of like a, just a weird, like Darnell Washington, overpowering Michael Mayer, hyper, hyper aggressive, hyper overpowering mm-hmm. uh, Tucker craft, large, all, all these other guys like had these qualities and we didn't expect Dalton Kincaid to come in and look overpowering. He's six two two thirty five, whatever he is, but that's what he is. He's kind of like that Evan Ingram body type guy. Um, but yeah, it just really wasn't that impressed. I know he's had a lot of, off-field stuff uh, with injuries and stuff, but I, I don't. It wasn't that. It, like I told you, I saw the Jets tweet this morning from a guy that if if Kincaid's there at thirteen, run up there, and I'm like, come on, man. Like the Jets are going to run up. I don't at get 13 it. I just don't get it. After they, I mean, they spent money last year on like Uzama and Conklin. Conklin yeah, and they drafted Ohio State I Rucker. Just, I just didn't get it. Yeah. Darnell Washington, massive, massive human being. Uh, they asked uh, who he thought he was comparable to and who he watched. He said back uh, coming out of high school and stuff, he was 230 pounds. He said uh, Calvin Johnson, but he said now at his current size, he, he thinks more of Mercedes Lewis, which I think he, is a great He looks comp. like Donald, Donald Parham. He's fucking huge. <laughs> He's huge, yeah, huge human dude. being. Is he the one that Ray G was saying they wanted to move to tackle or something? Correct. That guy's not going to play tackle. No, he's he's too. It would take him too many years. Uh, one guy, a tight end position, I was very impressed with was Leonard Taylor out of Cincinnati. I haven't watched a ton of him off uh, on film, um, but he. That's what's cool about this, though, man. Sometimes you get to meet these guys and talk to them, especially with a guy like that that was over at one of the far podiums. You might have had time to get more in depth with with some of your questions. When you come away liking them, you go back and watch the film. That would do that. That's what got, uh, to be completely honest. That's what got me on James Robinson and James Robinson's year. Mm-hmm. Nobody was nobody was talking to him, but I'm like, well, this is a 225 pound running back. Let me go talk to him a little yeah. bit and, and just kind of see. I loved him. Go and went and watch the tape. You know, put things in context. And he was a guy in Dynasty that we 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 got a we got a bunch of. And it was it was it was good for a while. So I was interested to hear that for you with the what well, it was the Cincy guy. It was the Cincy. Cincinnati's name's Leonard Taylor and. Uh, you know, we asked him, you know, who he's comparable to and who he looked up to. He said Darren Waller, and he actually brought up run blocking, which was kind of a weird thing. I didn't expect him to say for what he thought from him and Waller that translated best to the NFL. Uh, <clears throat> he talked about playing AAU basketball. He's not going to run the 40 this week, but he's going to do three-cone shuttle and work out. Uh, very interesting things that I got from him was 
this is my what I like about these is when you don't have to ask a question. This is where like good reporting comes in or interesting reporting from other people when they ask a question that leads to another question, leads to another one. It gets deep and you actually can find shit out, not just baseline level stuff. But you know, what's your majors? And this guy had has a, a I can't pronounce it, but it's like an intra special studies or something like this major. He's got a sports coaching certificate, criminal justice minor, and a real estate minor. He wants to be a journalist and do real estate, and he wants to be the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award. That's his goal for the NFL. Wow. That's like that's – like, I like that guy. He's like going through all these like sports coaching uh, certificate, real estate, criminal justice, all this different shit, and it's like, bro, you got – I mean, if this doesn't work, I mean, bro, you're like you're set good, up. Man. Yeah, and like, you're and good. you love to see that out of some of these guys. So uh, Leonard Taylor from Cincinnati there, I think that's going to be a guy. Um Payne Durham, a lot of these guys, these, these other guys I got notes on here were guys we saw at the senior bowl. Payne Durham, double down. He's just a big donkey. He's the big donkey of this class. He's a massive guy out of Purdue that had a nice, nice touchdown down there. At oh, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Bowl. Purdue. No, a couple of them in, big in those, in those big red zones. That guy's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. This, good. this whole tight end class is, is, is yeah. pretty fantastic, though. Uh, last note I had here on uh, Luke Musgrave. Uh, he's the Dan Campbell. That's what he is. He's the, he's got the, he's got that he's got that Campbell that Mike Vrabel mindset that uh, that mannerisms the alpha mentality. He just looks like he just got done smoking like seven darts out in the parking lot, and uh, I think he's going to be a guy that's going to last a, a, a while uh, out here in the NFL. Uh, Matty Kewum's got a question in the chat. He says, "Question: When a player says they looked up to Mike Vick, is it still appropriate to say that he has that dog in him?" Only, only if he also says he looks up to, the, to Deshaun Watson, which which CJ Stroud did did do. Um, we move on to the wide receiver position that came in the second grouping: um, Jaden Hasselwood, Kayshawn Boutte, Jaron Hall, Zay Flowers. So Zay Flowers is a guy that we talked about him a minute ago. Uh, the notes I did have down here, though, somebody asked him about playing in the slot and his size, and he's like, "He, this was a cool one too." He brought up a uh, he brought up a stat. He goes. Man, I played 75% of my snaps on the outside. I'm not just a slot guy. And then he talked about watching Steve Smith and watching Antonio Brown. I uh, thought that was very interesting. He is a guy that got mocked quite a bit to Kansas City over the course of the last month. Said he has not had an interview and has no interview scheduled with the Chiefs. However, he has had formals with Dallas and New Orleans. Um, you kind of move on here. Um Jacob Copeland. Jacob Copeland's a guy that uh, I think is going to run really, really, really fast. Compared himself to Deshaun Jackson as a deep shot guy. Well, but um, he's Copeland's bigger, wasn't he? Copeland, that big, that big dude at the first, he was big at that first table, right? He's bricked with up the, with, with, with the yeah. big tattoo all up bricked his neck. Up. Bricked yep. up. He he's going to be a guy when you when we're watching on Saturday. He's going to have the cutoff on. He's going to he's you know he knows he knows how big he is. Is he one of those Maryland guys? Correct. And then uh, him and Rakeem and and Demas teams. Demas. Yeah. We'll talk about Demas here in a minute, but um, Copeland, his best hardest defender was DJ Turner from Michigan and DJ Turner's kind of a sleeper to be the fastest guy here. Well, today here in about an hour uh, if he runs. And I said, so who's going to win no, a race? No, no, tomorrow. DBs. Today. Oh, oh, sorry. DBs. DBs. DJ Turner. And oh, I, I said, thought you said trade. I said, so I said, so I said, is, is DJ Turner as fast as you? And he goes, he pretty quick. And I said, so uh, he's faster than you. He goes, hey, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. <laughs> so, uh, but DJ Turner thought that was very interesting with uh, Jacob Copeland. Did you have any notes on uh, 
or any thoughts on uh, Tank or Demas or Millie Cunningham? Any guys, Hendon Hooker, any thoughts on any of these guys? Yeah, well, I, I like Hendon Hooker's attitude. I think that, um, I, you know, I think that he I, – I love the way that he answered the questions about how, you know, why are you always throwing to wide open wide receipt, you yeah. know, it's like you, you, an NFL team's asking about all these wide open throws, all this stuff. He's like, I can't help, I can't help it if my wide receivers get yeah, nobody. They're like nobody can guard these guys. You know, it's like I can't help it that nobody can keep up with Jalen. Um, so you know, he's been well versed in that stuff. I, I thought that it was fine. I thought it was fine. He said that he's going to be ready around the time of fall camp, mm-hmm. which to me might feel a little bit. Er- you know, does that seem a little bit early to you? I don't think he's gonna be ready for fall camp. I think he's because, gonna be ready to be out of his out of his out of his big old ass brace by yeah. by camp. But I don't think you're gonna be, you know. I think a, a, a team like Seattle with Geno on the roster or something like this is gonna be, you know, even Carol. You you get a veteran in Carolina. You put Hendon Hooker in Carolina. I think, you know, a spot like that where you know you're gonna have him sit for a minute and he could potentially be a, a week nine, week ten guy. Um, but yeah, I don't see a, a. I don't think training camp's a good goal. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't, but yeah, I certainly don't have anything on Malik Cunningham. I don't really, I, I, I don't care about him except for my prize picks. I'd like him to run under, yeah, under gonna, four or five. I think he's going to run pretty quick. I don't think he's um, going to come in very heavy. Dante, Dante Demas. I just, I the, don't care. I don't care about him. The third Maryland guy. We're, uh, we're going to be really, really low on him. I just, we talk about guys who can command a room. I just, uh, like, he, he feels like the opposite. Yep. Um, to put the, it kindly. The, uh, we haven't talked about Anthony Richardson. Yes. Richardson. Uh, do, well, do we do, do we need to talk about Bryce Young or I mean, no, I, I had Richardson and Addison written down to left to talk about. Okay, well, I mean, just with Richardson, all I'll say is like, holy shit, man, holy shit! I we we all watch football. This is our job. Like we, we like it's not like we haven't seen him play. It isn't like we haven't seen all the viral videos of his workouts, all of it. But until I was standing there in the media room when he was being shuffled around to some of the. Uh, you know, he was, yeah, he's doing some of the TV interviews and stuff like CBS or NBC or, you know, Sirius, who, whoever is NFL Network. And I didn't, I didn't know, you know, because they could kind of come through the media then and back up to the podiums where you're used to seeing them. And I turned around and I was like, I was like, I was like, I'm the, you know, me and Cody, we're not, we're not, we're not small dudes, but this guy, I mean, you just have to look up at him and you, but then you see how tall and how big he is. Girth. And, but then you see his shoulders and his, and his muscles, dude. And like his, and his, and his, and his pecs and like, and like his, his, his rump and, and his thighs, you know what I'm saying? And you just say like, Whoa, what kind of, what kind of beast is this dude? This looks like, this literally looks like a Cam Newton. Um, and you're just like, well, now you see what, you know, it's like you hear six foot four, 230 something pounds, and you just hear it and you just you think, oh, whatever, six foot Big, four, he's big. Right, right. Until you see it, you're just like, my God, is that guy an impressive looking quarterback prospect? And then I just think, you know, if he runs as fast as everybody says he's going to run, and if he just gets off three throws at the combine that leave people kind of, you know, with you know, with their mouths gaping, or you know, stuff where it looks like even versus air, yeah, that he's got, you know, that he that that he that he can sling it and he can spin it, that he can put it in the right place. He, you know, he can he can have any semblance of accuracy there. I I I I don't think I know 
that we're going to hear the hype just go completely bananas because it's I it's until I saw him and just like walked by him, I um I just I, I I wasn't exactly aware of what a dangerous weapon in the NFL he could he could be given some of the throws that we've seen him make in some of these training sessions. If he puts anything on film tomorrow or uh, yeah yeah tomorrow, if he puts anything on film, I don't think. You know, we talk about trading up for a quarterback. You know, you sit and think about it. Like, you're not gonna. The reason you trade up for a quarterback is like they have to. They have to be different. They have to be able to elevate an offense. And you might be like, okay, there's concerns with Bryce's size and all this stuff, but he's he's amazing. He's smart. He's intangibles. All this stuff. But like, you want to trade up for Bryce? Uh, you got CJ Stroud, who you know what he is. He's a consummate pro. He's pro ready. He's going to be great in the NFL. But do you want to trade up for CJ Stroud? But when you see a guy like Anthony Richardson goes out here, if he runs a 4 4 5, he's 235 pounds and he's ripping 70 yard darts. That's a guy you're going to trade up for. <laughs> you're, not, you're not just going to trade up. You're going to, you're going to, you're going to. You're gonna sell the damn farm. That's a team. You're gonna you you're see. gonna you're gonna mortgage Granny's yeah. house. You're gonna like you're gonna do what you're gonna do whatever you can because because at that point nothing else will matter besides yeah. getting Anthony Richardson. That's what I'm saying. Like the, the glamour of that is yeah. what elevates. It's like mm, yeah, we might move up against Stroud. Yeah, probably it isn't. I think it's an entirely different ball game. But if you are tapped in here, it's been 30 minutes. We plan to do like 10, 15. It's been 30. Uh, click that like, click that subscribe button here on the YouTube at Player Profile. Follow Roster Watch at Roster Watch on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter at Carpenter NFL. Got a couple more days here down in Indy. We'll finish it out right here. Jordan Addison today. Um, my big thing was, you know, I love Jordan Addison. He's Devonta Smith. Yeah, I think uh, yeah, that's I, I think that I I think that was my comp. I don't but like I'm like done. Like I I don't think he I like I thought in the conversation to be number 1, I don't. I think it's just he he's going to be great, but I don't think it's a it's a conversation anymore. I thought I thought he belonged in that conversation. You have any thoughts on Addison today? Yeah, I mean, I, to, to, to me, it was to me, the whole thing with Addison and I've done a ton of work on Addison. I've done a ton of work on Quentin Johnston. To me, it was I got to see what Quentin Johnston weighs. We, yeah. we we have our bet that I'm going to win. 202. And whenever I do win and I'm and I'm going to and, and I see he's 210 pounds, then I'm going to say it's OK. It's like, you know, J- JSN one, Quentin Johnston two, Jordan Addison three. And I, I, there, there, there's nothing that changed about the, the way I think about Jordan Addison. Um, that has to do with the expected draft capital for Quentin Johnston based on the fact that he is the size that I was hoping. And I do love him as a prospect. But Jordan Addison, I have the exact same comp as you do. It's Devontae Smith. And, and, and my question to anybody, to you, to anybody watching, to anybody out there listening, what the hell is so wrong with being Devontae Smith? Nothing.
The only two things that those bullshit fan reporters with their stupid questions about their own teams that we got out of this, then you see his shoulders and his and his muscles, dude, and like his and his and his and his pecs and like and like his 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 rump and, and his thighs. You know what I'm saying? And what the hell is so wrong with being Devontae Smith? 